0: I'm Clegg Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clegg Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call calling the program tonight, 503 225 0860. That's 503 225 0860. Coming to you live coast to coast around the world. We're happy to be here. Happy to put a little chill, winter wind, if you will. And uh, we're glad to be also broadcasting not only on many radio stations across the country, but of course, talkstreamlive.com, paranormal app. We're on aftermath.fm you want to go there, you can listen to us live from 7 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And that way you can hear the whole show in its entirety. You hear it in stereo, and it's an amazing opportunity. Also, if you want to hear the show at a more convenient time, you can go to aftermath.media and sign up for our digital library. And right now, you can take a look at the prices for a subscription. We've lowered them because, well, it's Christmas time. And we figured we'd want to uh, make it more convenient for you to uh, Give the gift of Ground Zero this year by uh, either giving a friend a subscription or a family a subscription, or maybe you and your friends a subscription. Or you can get yourself some Grand, Ground Zero merchandise by going to groundzeromerch.com. Get get yourself a uh, a nice shirt or or some sort of a, uh, a hoodie. They're, they're amazing. They keep you warm. And uh, certainly, I'm, I'm sure the Ground Zero fan you know would be able to, you know, they would love to have something like that in their stocking or have it under their tree. So go to groundzeromerch.com or aftermath.media and uh, and uh, give the gift of Ground Zero this Christmas. Now, as I was contemplating last night, I was coming home and I was contemplating this whole DMT thing and the the veil and how it can be lifted with this, this I guess you call it chemical that the brain shoots out naturally, but can be taken from molecules from plants and and used uh, to open your eyes to things. I, uh, I got to thinking about, you know, just what is it that we believe and what is it that's deep inside of all of us and what can be triggered by simple things, not just by, you know, chemical brews and tinctures and things of that nature, but for the many years I have been in talk radio. And many years I've been doing Ground Zero, Christmas topics were always fun for me because, well, I wanted so badly to take people away from the arguments about how there's a war on Christmas and how people have to argue over whether or not atheists deserve equal time when it comes to the argument of whether or not the public displays of nativity scenes and whatever, whether or not they should be taken down and replaced with a Baphomet or some other silly thing or whatever. And I figure, you know, look, we can all benefit... And all have our own views, and no one's forcing you to acknowledge the nativity or the menorah or some other thing. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but many of these war on Christmas arguments apparently have died down a bit because uh, we don't have any statues or iconography to speak of anymore. I mean, the cancel culture has seen to it that statues, both religious and secular, have been unceremoniously toppled, like Lenin after the fall of communism. All through history, statues have been sculpted and erected in major cities. They have deep meaning to those who appreciate them. In many cases, statues are erected to honor leaders of historical importance. They're erected to remember a famous battle, or they are erected to represent religious figures, and many of them are markers of of history and, and the reminders of where we've come from and in some cases how far we have grown as a people. today landmarks, statues, and religious iconography have been torn down or they've been vandalized. Now some statues, of course, are being replaced and what they're being replaced with leaves nothing to the imagination about just who's in charge and what graven images they wish to push on us. Two years ago, if you may you know if you remember but two years ago, the Vatican gave the okay for the erection of a statue depicting the horned god Moloch at the Colosseum in Rome. And this site is, of course, sacred because, well, it's dedicated to remember the Christian martyrs. The presence of the statue in the Colosseum, this, this Moloch statue, of course, raised a lot of concerns about, well, coming from the Christian faithful, they were concerned because they were saying what is this demon god doing at a holy site and and the, and the statue was terrifying looking it was it looked like a, a it looked like if, if the golden calf that was made in moses's time was was erected and it was made and it looked more demonic than just you know a cow that's made of gold it looked like this bronze scary threatening bull and you know moloch if you know who moloch is moloch is spoken of in the Torah, and he appears to be associated with war and child sacrifice. If you look in the book of Leviticus, it says, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire of Molech, or Molech. Now, according to Arthur Noble in the European Institute of Protestant Studies, secret, I guess you could call it mystery school imagery, and a lot of Catholic-influenced iconography is endemic in Europe. And it's been enthusiastically embraced by the European Union Parliament. And there are various other places now. Uh, one is uh, at the Mall in London. I think it's over a library. They have uh, erected a statue dedicated to the demon Pazuzu, which is odd. The Queen gave the okay, saying, Yeah, you can put the statue of Pazuzu up in, on the Mall in London. Um the Pope okayed the idea of putting the horned god Moloch at the at the side of the of the Christian martyrs. And if you remember, there was a big fight between the Satanic Temple and the Arkansas state government over whether or not the Ten Commandments could be displayed in a park. And they wanted equal time. The Satanic Temple wanted equal time, so they brought in an eight foot statue of Baphomet. Which, of course, for those of you who don't know, Baphomet is another horned being, androgynous horned being, and of course cloven hoofs and and bat wings and and of course Baphomet is surrounded by children, you know, wanting to hear what Baphomet has to say, kind of the council of the devil, if you will. And this is this is happening a lot more than we realize that these this these, I guess I. This iconography is is being used, and is being used in places that used to be places where you'd have a diversity, at least a little bit of a diversity in religious beliefs. But now we have to include some of the dark horn beings of the past, Saturnalian beings, Moloch, you name it. And we're going to talk more about this and what it means uh, for the future. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty.